This is a download from News Talk 106 to 108. To download other programmes or for more information, go to newstalk.ie. Technology on the right hook. Brought to you by Xperia from Sony Ericsson. Android-powered smartphones with added Sony brilliance. All right, uh, we're here now in D.C., of course, and then in New York. We're in the U.S. for the week in this momentous once-every-four-years event uh, for them. But uh, technology continues, and we are joined now uh, back at base by uh, Jonathan McRae and Jessica Kelly. Good evening, folks. Hi, George. Hello, George. Uh, Jonathan, of course, apart from being a technology expert, you're a U.S. politics expert as well. Um, I have been following it. It's, uh, it's quite interesting uh, to see how this is going to shake up. I, I, how do you think it's going to go, George? Uh, increasingly, I must say, just getting a sense that there could be an upset. In which direction? It swung both ways. Well, no, an upset in the sense there would be a Republican. Yeah. Oh, I see. Oh, oh, like a personal upset as opposed to a, a statistical upset. <laughs> all right uh listen we've been doing this all day um i i'm going to jessica but she's got yet another telephone yes well both myself and jonathan actually have uh, been looking at the new htc one x plus and the htc one was or one x was the uh gh tech phone of the year last year uh, we decided it was sort of the gadget of 2011 so we were both really interested i think to see what the next htc phone would be and um, so they've made slight alterations to the to the htc one x um, and enhanced it quite a bit but i'd be interested actually myself and jonathan haven't really spoken about it yet so jonathan did you notice a massive difference between the two um, I mean, this phone essentially looks exactly the same. It's slightly, it feels slightly different. So the the HTC One X had it's a, sort of a smooth plastic. This is sort of a rubberized plastic um, back. It's a black and red. Looks kind of uh, cool, very boyish, I think. But essentially, it looks exactly the same in terms of weight, uh, size, and feel mm-hmm. to the previous phone, the HTC One um, X. This is the One X Plus. But inside, it's under the hood that I suppose it's gotten souped up a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So some of the changes that um, have been made are, for example, it's now available in a 64 gigabyte version so that means the internal memory has been doubled you can still get the smaller version uh, which is 32 gigs but it makes a big difference I suppose for people if they want to have that internal memory um, as with the previous phone there's no SD slot which means you can't increase it so you know if if you have the money I suppose the 64 gigabyte version might be the way to go um, it has a quad core i, I Seven or sorry, one point seven uh, processor. So it's very very fast. Um, it has the eight meg camera that we saw on the One X. And you know, while it might just seem that they're minor enhancements, they make a huge difference. But it does kind of pose that really annoying question as why did they not just release the One X with this spec in the first place? I suppose. Yeah, I mean, this is a, a fantastic phone, George. It's um, it, it, it's uh, you know, it's this or the Galaxy S three. If people are looking to buy someone a, a phone for Christmas, and I know it's a couple of weeks away, but that's probably we're, we're talking about now mm-hmm. um, it's a fantastic phone and then the difference between this and the predecessor in terms of, of accessing websites and accessing apps it is very fast and, and I didn't think I'd notice it I didn't think I'd see much of a difference but it is it's a great phone it's, it's a fantastic phone and they've really bumped up the battery life as well so it's something that you will notice you won't have to charge this more than once a day 
All right. Now, Jessica, you've you've been uh, looking at Windows 8. You've actually been using it, have you? Yeah, well, for the last sort of four days or so, I've put my Mac, my beloved Mac aside, and I've been using um, a Sony device as my sort of main computer, and it's loaded with Windows 8. And I still, I, I, I'm not willing to make my final verdict on it yet, but... Uh, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying using it as an operating system. But the device that uh, I have is both touch and um, touch enabled and also uh, has a keyboard and a mouse. And I keep finding myself going for the touch, leaving the mouse aside. So I'm really, really looking forward to getting a computer that isn't touch enabled to see how it works. Also, if anyone out there has used Windows 8 on a non-touch device, will you get in touch with us? Because uh, we'd love to kind of hear what you make of it so far. Um, But as I said, like I'm kind of I'm reluctant to give my final verdict on it yet anything I've done has has worked quite well the only thing that I haven't been able to do is set up my work email so my at news talk email still won't work on my my Windows 8 device which is quite frustrating but uh, I'm sure I'll get over that yeah I mean uh, Windows 8 launched with great fanfare um, uh, very recently if if people have questions about that you know the way the new operating system works what 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 does it look like you can um, text them into us 53106 I'm the same as Jess we've only had it a short period this uh, Sony uh, duo 11. 11. Yeah. Um, and we're going to we're going to talk about it in more detail. Um, there are definitely some criticisms, but um, whether or not it'll grow on us, uh, we'll find out uh, mm. in the in the following days. So we'll let you know more about that next week, George. Now, yeah, this Sony uh, device mm-hmm. it, it it seems to be um, sort of crossing the the gap between tablet and laptop. Exactly, yeah. So as as the name gives away, it's uh, the Sony Duo 11. So the Duo means that it's both tablet and laptop. So it slides down in a very neat fashion. Um, so it, it can kind of just look like, you know, your average um, Sony tab or iPad. And then when you lift up the screen, there's a very dinky, quite small and squashed keyboard that you can then type. Um, so it's nice having that Duo functionality. And it is kind of a sign of things to come, I think. And it's more functional, no doubt, than, than an iPad um, because you don't need your external keyboard or anything like that. But I'm kind of nervous because it seems like the, the, the front of the screen could fall off at any given time. So every time I open it, I'm kind of holding my breath going, please don't break on me. But uh, no, I really like it now. And I have to say, it's I, I've been using it, as I said, for the last four days as my main device. And there's only one or two hiccups so far. So um, we'll hopefully have the full review for you now next week. OK, now Sarah says, is internal memory split between apps and data in the new HTC X? My app memory is practically empty, but I can't use it, says Sarah. Um, I don't think uh, I don't think you should have a problem with app memory. I'm not quite sure how it's split, to be honest. Do you know? Do yeah, I no, I think that usually only is an issue if it, if it has an SD slot. Isn't that usually what it is? And then you can save the apps to the SD yeah. card and moving them from the phone. But the phone that we were talking about doesn't have a, a memory card slot. So if you do have a phone that has a memory card slot, what you do is you go into your application settings and then you try and move all the apps from the uh, from the phone onto the SD card and that'll free up your memory and make your phone a bit faster as well. Yeah, I mean, with 64 gigabyte with the new HTC, I mean, I I would never go anywhere near that. I don't think anybody's going to go anywhere near that. As much memory as you could possibly need. Exactly. To be honest, 32 on a phone is big enough. And need. also yeah. HTC on the one line, you can um, they have a deal with Dropbox. So you get, I think it's a 25 gig account uh, for two years free from Dropbox and you buy a HTC One phone. Um, and that is more than enough. There's also an automatic upload feature. So when you take photographs on the HTC One X Plus, they get automatically sent up to the cloud. So Again, that's more space. If you delete your photographs then from your phone, it's even more space. So 32 gig should be more than enough, really. 
Owen and Kilkenny wants to know the most affordable photo setting software on the market. Uh, photo editing software, probably. Um, the I have used uh, Lightroom. I find it fantastic. Um, it's an Adobe product. I've used it for the PC, but it's also obviously available for Mac. Um, I, I actually have had no problems with the, the Google one, Picasa. I find it very easy to use. And because it's Google, it has all of the usual sharing stuff. Um, if you are a professional photographer, Lightroom is probably the way to go or an amateur fan. Um, but that's a couple of hundred quid, I think, if memory serves me. But it's Picasa is free uh, and it will organize all your photographs together. Um, it works really well. I, I choose one of those two. If you want to go free, try out Picasa before you decide to go with something a little bit more hardcore. But Lightroom is just it's not it doesn't not as complicated as Photoshop uh, has been in the past. It's just for 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 photographs and has great effects very, very quickly. All right, Jess, uh, yep. what uh, is the best new Nokia or the best new Sony? Where, where, where are you coming down on, a uh, listener asks? Uh, I haven't seen the latest Nokia. The, the latest Nokia, I think it's the 901, is being released shortly. Uh, I haven't gotten a hands-on look at it yet. I think it's going to be loaded with Windows 8 software. The uh, Xperia, we had the James Bond phone, the Sony Xperia T in studio about two weeks ago, and that's brilliant. It's, you know, got the highest spec. The user interface is nice, but I still prefer Samsung. So, like, my, my my preference of a high-end smartphone would be the S3. Uh, it's the phone I'm using at the moment, and I just find it, you know, it kind of ticks the most boxes for me. Uh, so that would be my preference. Okay. Um, your Christmas list, I understand you want me to give you a Nescafe Dolce Gusto. What, 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 how did Nescafe suddenly get into telephones or laptops? <laughs> <laughs> They've become well posh and made a, a, a series of coffee machines um, and they're by DeLonghi, uh, that sort of well-known, well-respected coffee brand. And I didn't want to st- start talking about Christmas yet, but this is one thing that I definitely think if you're a coffee drinker if you, if you know someone who's a coffee drinker this is the way to go so I've been using that one that you just said and I won't try to pronounce but uh, they range in 99 from 99 to 230 euro and what they are is basically a, po- a pod coffee maker and I tweeted a picture the other day and um, the machine that I have kind of looks like R2-D2 from Star Wars and what you do is you put your little pod in fill up the back with water and you literally just press press a lever and you get coffee that's nicer than any coffee that I've had in the many coffee shops around us here in Diggs Lane Yes, Cafe Coffee oh it's delish what? It well, is, now it's, I'm, it yeah, is good. I, I'm, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pay a visit to the Kelly household and try a cup of coffee. Oh, we're busy that day. And, I'm and sorry. I will, then, <laughs> I will then report accordingly. Yeah. Also, on, on apps now, Jonathan and yourself are talking about apps, but what's this journey planner? You put down uh, sort of uh, Diggs Lane uh, News Talk to... Uh, the Riverley Hotel and then it finds you the best way to go is exactly it, yeah so I noticed this when I was coming home from uh, Galway there a few weeks ago I stood at a bus stop and at the bottom of the bus stop it said check out Journey Planner app and then I heard the ads here on News Talk so I decided to look into it and what it is is a national um, sort of travel app that I can plan any journey across the country be it from, you know, bus, train, Lewis or Dart, and it actually works. Some of these apps will say, you know, we'll give you details in real time and they don't really work. What this does is it pins down your location. So if I log into it now, it'll tell me that I'm here in Diggs Lane. And if I say I want to get to Kildare, it'll tell me that I can get a bus to, say, town and then another bus that will bring me directly to where I want to go in Kildare. And it gives you real time information as well. So it'll say that at a certain time of the afternoon, traffic will be, say, an hour and a half versus 20 minutes. And it's the most reliable of these sort of travel apps that I've seen 
and it's free. So uh, if you are on iPhone or on Android or indeed on Windows software, uh, I think you can still get it. It's called Journey Planner app. I definitely recommend if you are a public transport user or also for a lot of the people who'll be coming over for the gathering next year. This is such a brilliant idea and it's perfectly you know, timed as well. So if, if it is as reliable as I found it, obviously I'm in Dublin, so it's a bit easier for me. But you know, I'd, I'd recommend people give it a go and uh, let us know what you think. All right. Now, Jonathan, what's this? Um, well, the Sleeping Beauty app presumably is for kids, but, but you've also got a man app for me, have you? Yeah, well, there's they, <laughs> they actually three maps, one map for the girls, one map for the boys and one map for the kids. Um, the, the, yeah, the man app is uh, an app we came across today. It was very well publicized, actually, over here. George, um, a male guy, has designed an application for the lazy and forgetful men out here. And it's actually, I have to say, <laughs> it's actually a bit more than a gimmick it's actually quite clever so the idea behind this app is that um, you as you're starting your relationship with someone you put in details like this is the day that we first kissed or this is the day that we met the parents for the first time and so what it'll do is every year it will remind you in, in, as you run up to this day that this day is coming a, a, along so it doesn't just give you an anniversary reminder like most things would do oh today's her birthday it'll also give you five six days in the run up to don't forget to buy something for this occasion but also it allows you to look really smooth and very romantic and say did you know this is the first time we ever danced t- together in a, in, a, in a nightclub and, and basically this is what girls want girls that's grounds want for divorce if a man has to rely on that surely that's grounds yeah, for divorce yeah you're right Jan no, no, you're no. absolutely right <laughs> do, you're right do you remember what the lovely Ingrid wore the first time you met her George Absolutely. It was a green woolen dress, uh, full length, uh, and it was sleeveless. Can, can we get um, the lovely Ingrid to verify that? <laughs> yeah. get no, I'm telling you, I, I, well, that I, is absolutely correct. Well, well, I'm, ask me another question. Try me another one. <laughs> ask me another. Um, go, on, go on, I dare you. Uh, uh, first date. First date, no problem. Leopardstown race course in the afternoon uh, and then took her to, sadly now closed, the Royal Liburnian Hotel in Dawson Street. The grill downstairs was called the B and Coney Grill. I can't remember what she ate, but <laughs> I had a, a gammon steak and chips. I, well, that's impressive, Joy. You know what? You don't need this app. I need this app, though. <laughs> um, but it, you know what it also does is every once in a while, if you haven't done anything nice, uh, if you haven't put that into the app, it, it comes up with a little prompt saying, why don't you bring her a cup of tea in bed? Why don't you? But why do you need to be told to do that? <laughs> because no, because, guys, because we forget it. If you're, if you're a lady and you're listening to this programme, how many times have you thought, oh, you know what? I wish my husband would just think of me this one time and just buy me a, a, a bunch of flowers or whatever it is. Just actually yeah. think of me. The, men are rubbish at this and this is an app to help no, men out no. there. Okay. What about Sleeping Beauty? Well, this is an Irish company called Story Toys. Um, they were originally called Ideal Binary and um, they're a venture-backed developer and publisher of interactive entertainment uh, content for kids. Uh, basically, they do um, the Grimm's fairy tales and they turn them into sort of pop-up books on the iPad, sort of interactive books on the I- iPad. Um, they've done uh, Red Riding Hood, Rapunzel and the new one out of Sleeping Beauty. And so uh, you can read the book yourself or you can have someone read it to you. And as you uh, play the the book, as you swipe across in the pages, uh, certain scenes come to life. So when Sleeping Beauty comes down uh, the the uh, the stairs to the ball, you 
you can see her walk down and then there's little tasks for you to do to sort of play along the chapters of the story. So cool. you read a bit and you get read to a bit and then you play a little game and then you move on in the story. And there's, uh, at first I thought there's probably not much to this. And for, you know, the grim fairy tales, they're not that long. Uh, but actually, it's, you know, there's, there's quite a bit of content in there. And I, uh, per- personally, I, I think, you know, the child's imagination is what makes a book amazing. I don't know if we necessarily need this, but if you were to, you know to you know to try and inspire a child who wasn't necessarily into reading this is one way you might do it i think you know the content is very good the sound is good the quality is good there's no glitchiness to it and um, they're called story toys books and they're available in the app store the sleeping beauty one is is available uh, right now now uh, Richie in Dublin said how much did Nescafe pay for that plug this ah. was the Nescafe Dolce Gusto by DeLonghi uh, which uh, Jessica says look Jessica uh, has, is of the highest integrity possible and her really? opinion her <laughs> opinion cannot be bought on the other hand making the dog says Aeropress Cafeteria on Amazon for 30 euro is better coffee than any pod machine Tony in Cork says, I hate pod coffee. Lazy person's coffee. Exactly. Uh, That's exactly why it's good. The Nespresso is amazing. Even if you hate pod coffee, Nespresso is amazing. Are you saying Nescafe stuff is as good as Nespresso? You know what? When I leave my house at 20 past six in the morning, I'm making a coffee and it takes me 30 seconds to do. It's it's all I need. It's perfect. I like it. All right. And uh, Simone says, remember the lovely Cassata ice cream in the Bianconi Grill? No, I don't. I never did those <laughs> days. I didn't have a weakness for uh, desserts like I have then. I was so slim and svelte that Ingrid fell for me instantly. Uh, <laughs> you. My 38-inch waistline was a credit. Now, Aidan and Carrigaline reminds me that the Windows 8 desktop does not have the traditional start button bottom left. However, all is not lost. A free app at windows8startbutton.com sorts this. Are we interested in a start button or not? It's it's one of the big differences that people will notice. If you're looking to move to Windows 8, you know, the look at things cosmetically it's very different. There are ways to get to, you know, get back to your to your start menu and stuff like that, but it is different. So, I think it's one of those things you'll get over. Okay. Yeah. You like what's going to happen with this George is either, either everyone's going to go, "Oh, I get it," or everyone's going to go, "I don't get it," and Microsoft is going to have to change a huge cost. But if you think about it, it it's sort of like they put the start button to the right-hand side. That's how they say it. So, instead of going bottom left, you go into the right-hand side. All right. Uh, why are you wearing a hat in the studio? Uh, Mark says it can't be that cold in Diggs Lane. It's very well, cold it is, here. It is that cold in Washington, D.C., but the sun is shining, the sky is blue, and it's uh, coming up 2 o'clock in the afternoon. We're going next door for a bagel for lunch, and uh, we'll be back tomorrow at the usual time of 11.30. So you can see... Jessica and Jonathan's notes on the website, newstalk.ie. You can talk to them even on Twitter at hashtag GHTech. Thanks for listening to this Newstalk 106 to 108 podcast. To download other programs or for more information, go to newstalk.ie.